Hey loves, I'm Marley List and welcome to the Sensual Revolution. This is a global movement to reclaim sensual empowerment on an embodied and systemic level. My personal path of sensuality has not been easy. Shame around my body image, sexual abuse, my queerness had me dissociated and numbed the heck out. It's been a big journey to get to where I am today, but I really have turned my pain to purpose. Along the way, I've learned our personal healing makes epic waves in this world. This podcast is here to remind you that your healing is selfless. When you learn to shed shame, love your body, and claim your worth, you pave the way for all people to do the same. You can expect to hear from sexual educators and healers who work at the personal level of sensual empowerment, as well as policymakers and justice leaders who work at the systemic level. It's all connected. So whether you're at the very beginning of your own sensual healing journey, or you're a sex positive advocate and superstar, this community welcomes you. So let's come together and revolutionize this planet one loving, sensual step at a time. Hey loves, welcome back to another episode of The Sensual Revolution. I'm so excited because today we are here with one of my absolute favorite people. This woman is so inspiring and so funny. Her name is Kelsey Dara. She's an actor, writer, filmmaker, feminist, comedian, bisexual icon. You've probably seen her producing hundreds of videos on the internet. She made it big on BuzzFeed and she's reached millions of people with her messages. She has this gorgeous gift of tackling really taboo and important subjects like mental health, beauty, feminism, sexism, chronic pain. These are all things that she's able to dive into in such a real and authentic way and in a way that also brings so much laughter into the room. So what a gift she is. Dear friend, huge inspiration. She also created a top tier show for Comcast called Watchable. Am I Doing This Right? An Irreverent True Crime Pilot for Oxygen's Linear Channel. And she hosts a top-rated iTunes comedy and social commentary podcast, Confidently Insecure. Recently, she launched her book, published her book, called Don't Fucking Panic, which goes so deep into her own personal journey with mental health and provides all of these incredible, tangible practices for your own healing around panic disorder, anxiety, and depression. She is such an amazing human being, and the conversation that we share in today's episode is everything. As always, Kelsey gets really real, really honest, really funny, really raw about her journey with mental health. We look at the intersection between pleasure and chronic pain and also leadership and empowerment through sharing our voice with the world. So I know you're going to love this. I know you're going to laugh a lot. I know you're going to feel as inspired as I did by all of the wisdom that gets dropped here. So get ready to go. And of course, if this episode inspires you, please do share it and leave a review so that we can uplift and amplify this message. here with the queen the of the world. 
my Leo self is like, mm, yes, I'll take that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, I'm so excited. We have Kelsey Dara with us today. Oh my god. Kelsey is like an epic inspiration for you. real, for real. You. <laughs> you. Should, this podcast episode is just gonna be me like turning any compliment back to you. So no. like good luck. <laughs> I do so much complimenting too. So it'll just be like a constant exactly. match of like, no, you. You are. I know you are. <laughs> I'm so excited about a year ago. Kelsey and I connected when I was on her podcast and we were like instant BFF vibes Mm -hmm. and create epicness and change the world through witchy self-care energy Mm -hmm. so here we are now like and now you have a podcast it's a year later I'm so proud of you I'm just so in awe of everything that you do okay I'm gonna try to not compliment (laughs) you the whole time but I'm just so proud of you that you have a podcast it's about fucking time oh thank you I know I'm really excited about it and it's I just love it I love it already let me add it to my daily listen because I am such a podcast whore that I have like 50 podcasts a day that I listen to and I'm not kidding it makes me feel like I have friends but it's really just me alone there you are (laughs) you look like such a businesswoman I know but like plus the pink pussy cat wait you you launched on my birthday what oh my god no wonder I didn't see it yet because I was yeah, you're so celebrating your fulfilling. birthday. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Thank you. I can't believe I'm 31. It seems pretty wild. Okay, yeah. so I have a cool question to start with. You can answer yeah. as grounded, as practical, as meta, as witchy, however you want to answer. Yeah. Um, who are you right now? Ooh, who am I right now? Oh, what a good question. Who am I right <laughs> now? That's so funny. I actually pulled a card this morning. Uh, from our friend Leah Knauer's deck and the question was like what makes you a bad bitch and like I obviously have a very hard time like accepting self-love and compliments and like from myself and others and so I really honed in on trying to like hype myself up this morning and so I feel like this is a perfect question because I already did it this morning of being like I am a hard-working loyal advocate and activist for mental health and women and spoonies and just generally anyone that is trying to like survive and thrive out here I'm trying to do it with y'all and I'm a creator right like that's who I am always but I feel even more especially tapped into that uh as of late yeah Mm, fuck yeah (laughs) Yes, you are. Um, all facts. And please question. like tell the people because I know how epic you are, but I don't know <laughs> if they do. Um, can you just give us like a glimpse into all the amazing things you're working on and creating oh right God. now? Okay, well, first of all, the whole like way we even met was I was so enamored by your story and so inspired by you. And I couldn't stop thinking about you. Like after I do podcasts, I try to close the chapter on it and say like, this is out into the world. You have to keep creating because if you like harp on something too long, you'll drive yourself crazy. Like that's Mm -hmm. something beautiful about the internet is how fast paced it moves. But when I interviewed you, I could not stop fucking thinking about you. And I remember being so nervous to be like, I have this idea. What if we like made your story into a television show? And you were like, yes, 100%, let's do it. And I was like, really? Oh my God. (laughs) And so I felt so like honored that you would 
like trust me to make a version of your message and like your whole life's work so on my like bill or my billboard it's basically a billboard on my whiteboard <laughs> in my office right now my number two project is marley script which we have in like cycle between my writing partner and myself and my management company and my agents are all obsessed and like we're really working on finding the right team to attach to it that can like blow this up with clout and um like credibility in the traditional linear space because like while i can flaunt my tail feathers in the internet space we really wanted to hit the market of like you know bigger wider audience net with your story so that's like definitely what I'm working on. Um, I'm also working on a documentary about a uh, mental health case that involves a 15 year old girl who was wrongfully imprisoned uh, for having a mental health crisis. You can check that out on justiceforsoraya.com. We are partnered with LeBron James's company, which is really exciting. Um, that is basically what I've been working on for the last year since the pandemic. Um, Let's see, I have two podcasts, exciting, yay. You were on one of them. The other one is very like lighthearted. It's about um, movies and TV shows that we all love to hate and hate to love. Um, I just literally last night submitted my short film to Sundance, which was yay! like ah, so much support from so many people. Like it was completely crowdfunded. We have an amazing actress from Mr. Robot, Carly Chaikin leading. And it's like, very dark it's like very, I need to send you a cut because it's like very fucked up it's about like what happens when women are forced to choose between their mental health and their physical health and wow, their sexual wellness. yes and it's like takes place in the era of like isolation and pandemic and it's just very like extreme it's basically like what I know has happened to women and myself included of like what the side effects of uh, mental health medication can be including like mm -hmm. completely erasing your sex drive and libido and so that's really exciting check that <laughs> off my list and then I started a company but that's like a home decor company that doesn't have to be <laughs> talked about because it's not really involved in the creative space but that's something really exciting and fun that I'm yeah. doing so that feels like right now oh and I'm writing my second book because the first one released this year did really well now we're writing the second one I'm just gonna keep complimenting you so you'll have to get used to it but um, oh, you <laughs> I didn't even say it yet like you, you you do all the things me. you inspire oh. me every single day like literally every day every day lately I've been journaling like what do I want to do this day yes. in order to manifest my dreams Hell yeah! and I think of you every day and I'm just like this queen is doing so much and you it's all so impactful thank you yeah I know um, like I think of it. you pop in my head like there are a few women that pop into my head where I'm like they do so much like they are entrepreneurs self-made like the definition and like you're honestly someone that is constantly in my just like baseline of thinking of when I think of like bad bitches and powerful yeah. women and like you do so much look what you're doing for the world is crazy thank you I would love to hear more about your personal journey with mental health and I know yeah. you've been so gorgeously open about mm. that so whatever you're called to share yeah, absolutely. So I released my first book called Don't Fucking Panic, The Shit They Don't Tell You in Therapy About Anxiety Disorders, Panic Attack, and Depression. Uh, it's right there if you're watching the video. And then I also have a stack. Of, I'm very narcissistic with myself with that book. No. I'm like, I wrote a book. I'm going to put it in every corner of my fucking life. Proud, proud. Yes, 
thank you. Mm-hmm. Proud. Um, yeah. So I, I basically created a workbook. It's not necessarily like a novel or a memoir, but it's a workbook that's divided into three sections, anxiety, mental, uh, excuse me, anxiety, panic attacks, and depression, which are like my big three. I know we talk about like the stars and cosmos. Like, what are you a cancer Leo? I'm like, I'm anxiety, panic attacks, and depression. That's my big three. <laughs> Um, and I, I basically created the workbook that I wish I had had when I was 17, going through the absolute worst, most dark, fucked up, suicidal, drunk, hungover time of my life, which was just, how do I manage this? What is this even called? What is this thing that is happening to me? Why does this medication do this? And why do I have to keep switching meds? And why isn't it working? And am I going to be like this forever? And like, I kept that so private and it wasn't until I started working at BuzzFeed where I really started to gain that I, I hate like the word following because it to me it's more like community and listenership and like backboard of being able to produce ideas and content with people that I felt finally in a good enough place and I say good enough place not meaning that like anything was cured or I was better but I was just confident enough that it needed to be talked about. Like I, mm-hmm. I just had heard too many stories. I have seen too many people go through the exact same things I did thinking that they were crazy, fucked up. They were going to be locked up in a loony bin that their, you know, thoughts were going to overtake them. And, and I just was like, fuck this. I'm going to start making content about it. And as soon as I did, the world just like scooped me up and hugged me and was like, yes, baby, we've been waiting for you like here. And it just sent me on this incredible journey of being able to make content about, you know, mental health, specifically like with young millennial women. And uh, that led me to getting a book deal about it. And then we made a book and now it's out. And now I've somehow, I always say, become like an accidental advocate. I never mm-hmm. fucking in a million years planned on being like the internet's mental health not therapist, but sort of basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) big sister of mental health. Um, And if you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would have like laughed in your face and been like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Cause never Mm -hmm. in a million trillion years. I'm sure you went through like the same thing. Like you found a way to turn your pain into purpose and passion. And now I will never shut up about it. (laughs) Now I will only talk about mental health and I will only, you know, share my my truth and my deepest darkest secrets not be not only because it's therapeutic but because of the way that the world has healed me and the way Mm -hmm. that people have enraptured me in their love and care and community and it's just been like every time I think about it I'm just like oh my god I never thought I could get here ever Mm -hmm. with my mental health ever and it's still just like you'll never get used to it right like I'm sure you feel the same way with what you do you're like I send bitches to like Costa Rica to heal their trauma what the (laughs) fuck like I couldn't even do that like to me I'm just I I feel so much like still part of it I don't Mm. feel like a guru or um better than thou or healed or like I'm the one that knows it all I just feel so connected to people with this topic that it's easily become like such a huge part of my identity and therefore like brand of, you know, my career that I'm just, I'm like constantly in awe of it. Mm. <laughs> Aww, I love that so much. And that's like exactly what this whole 
podcast and really movement Mm. is about is like just showing that when we reclaim our own stuff it ripples out and it's not us saying like you said it's not us being like I'm a guru I know everything it's not like that it's just like no shit like I'm doing this too Mm -hmm. I was there three months ago I'm working through that right now like here's what really helped me so I love that you're so grounded in it Mm. um what's what's been your relationship with that with like being an advocate what's been really rewarding about it and what's been really strange or even like terrifying or (laughs) weird Yeah. yeah I mean I think the terrifying weird ones are super easy to like clasp onto and be like that was fucked up or like this is the awful part of it because it's it just is, it's more um, substance of a thing. Like, you know, it's very hard to get those messages or DMs where people are in their worst place. And it's not necessarily a like cry for help. It's just sort of a, like a trauma dump. And and Mm -hmm. I might not be emotionally there. And you also don't want this person like clinging on for their life when you might be their only outlet, you might be. So, so there's definitely a weight that, that comes with being so open about, you know, life (laughs) being so precious. And I try to find boundaries in a way that I, you know, can offer support, whether it just be like having a script that I copy and paste out of my notes, like here's like resources or like, here's what I can offer you. And um, I think those people too also learn that they already have the power within themselves. Like they actually don't need me. Sometimes they just need to vent or talk to someone. Mm-hmm. So that's been like kind of the hardest stuff is when you feel this weight. Um, also that like, and I don't know if you feel this way about your stuff, but I'll feel like I'm still in it. So how could I possibly be like, helping people if I still haven't like quote unquote figured it out and so that's the negative self-talk that's the like uh that's the 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 narrative sometimes that isn't Mm -hmm. truthful and so sometimes I'll be like okay bitch like just because you're human and relatable doesn't mean you can't still publish that that Mm -hmm. you're human and relatable um so that's definitely like the tougher parts of it uh being an advocate or like an ally or like a a public figure about it but the like best parts is literally 99.9% of everything else Aww. about it you know it's like first of all just selfishly the weight that i was able to lift off myself of mm-hmm. like having that fear that when someone googles me what's going to come up? Am I going to be unhirable? Am I going to be looked at as damaged? Am I going to be, and, and coming through that and not only seeing it not be that, but be the opposite, like be the thing that has been the most successful and impactful in my career. Uh, Um, Yeah. yeah, Right. You're kind of like so self-critical and self-doubtful in the beginning, but seeing where it is now and getting through that, like really brave part was just, you can't like learn that or pay for that in a class, right? Like you just have to like do it yourself. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I try to instill in other people is like that empowerment is that knowledge. I think knowledge is so powerful and like treatment and modality discovery is so fun for me. Like I get to now, you know, like right now I'm like trying microdosing mushrooms and that's something that I fucking never would have tried or Mm -hmm. thought I could do. So that's like the positive part is that now I get to be in this world of like maybe actually getting to help change people's lives, which is really cool. Really mm-hmm. cool. My heart was so 
Mm. full listening to that because I feel like it's this experience like what you're saying that narrative of imposter syndrome basically where you're like who am I to do this because I'm still struggling sometimes or a lot of the time and then doing it anyway but then seeing that when you're vocal and vulnerable Mm. and real about that actually the world is like we love you even more we're benefiting even more from this message now yes like yeah that's amazing yes. it's just like you see yourself a lot in people I think like mm-hmm. the the best thing I could do is give someone a relieving moment you know even if it's just five minutes or five days like that to me is what life is about right it's like connection between people and it's mm-hmm. so easy to get wrapped up in other shit but it really is that like little moment And you can find that really in anything. You could be like a fucking insurance agent and like provide that to someone, right? It's just like how you put it out there and then how you like hype beast yourself too, like how you self-validate too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you feel like a lot of your healing has happened through making impact? Ooh, whoa. I never (laughs) thought about that. Do you feel that way? I do. I I mean, I, it's kind of a leading question. (laughs) Yeah. Like I feel, I feel that way because for me, I feel like actually making impact was the thing that saved me because it helped me give meaning to trauma. I was like, why did this happen? And then it clicked Mm. for me that, Oh, first with my writing, Oh, if I share this, it can help people. And that gives this some kind of meaning. And Mm. that actually like pulled me out of my darkest shit and Mm -hmm. kept me going. Um, Mm. For some people, they're like, no, so draining, like, or (laughs) or both, you know? But yeah, I'm curious, like you're always creating and impacting Mm. so much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like therapeutic to make. And then I have to release like expectations too, you know, like if someone doesn't like it or doesn't want, like, you know, I got a bad review on my book. I saw someone like with put three stars and was just like, yeah, normally I look to Kelsey for like mental health stuff, but this just didn't translate well. And I was like, what? That's so fucking vague. What are you fucking talking about? Like, you know, it's like that one thing where I'm like, what the fuck? And then I let that shit go. I'm like, you know what? There's like, 5,000 other people that have soaked this in and, and, you know, that's uh, that belt where it comes from, you have to let go of so early, mm-hmm. but the like finding purpose in it is so tricky because like, you're, you're right. Like it, it gives me a reason to wake up. Right. It gives me a reason to like check my DMS. It gives me so much purpose. And then like, what else? right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if if there's no one that needs help that day what else (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what else can I do and then I think that's where I really turn inward and go into like you're never done with the self-work like you're never Mm -hmm. done and it's not meant to be um endless it's not meant to be like a hill to climb there's just always little things little reminders like you're never perfect and so when I find that I'm not creating or helping other people I'm going like "Mm, what am I what am I doing what am I judging about myself right now like where am I like I have to lean in a little bit into like my Leo self and like do a little bit like self 
like petting. It's so, so, so important. And then I find naturally too, like, it's such a cycle. Cause if you weren't mm. doing that, how would you possibly have the energy to do all the things? And that's, right. I love that you brought that up. Cause I was actually thinking about you once. Cause I, I remember like my first few experiences with haters and it was like crippling. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, how is Taylor Swift still alive? Like, <laughs> and you see what it does. It fucking builds you. Right. It makes you even more like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And I, I love that you can do that. Cause I've definitely mm -hmm. had times where I'm like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. But then like you're saying, you learn to take care of yourself in such beautiful ways. How, okay. So how did you, how did you get so good at, <laughs> at taking care of yourself? Like you're, you have a literal whole right? book about like <laughs> working through all yeah. of these hard, hard, hard things. Mm. So where did all this come from? Being raised in the world that like women are raised in, I think, right? Like it really, writing the book made me wake up to my story that I had been like thinking it was this one way. And then going back and like interviewing my parents and my family members and my friends, I was like, oh fuck, like looking back now I have such different insight and wisdom to what that was or like why that was that thing and it what like I was an emotional fucking person like mm. I am an HSP I am a Leo double Gemini like I am nothing but fucking emotion <laughs> and I used to hate that about myself. I was told you're too dramatic. Oh my God. You're so, there's so much drama. Like you're a hypochondriac. You want attention. You're such like an attention seeker. And I was told that all of that shit was a bad thing. It was said mm -hmm. with such negativity and it took so long to turn that around into like, you know what, just because you didn't fucking like it or because it didn't fucking match your agenda or was was not like patriarchal doesn't mean that it was wrong and why wouldn't I want attention like mm -hmm. I'm great I'm doing shit like or I need help and I'm suffering why wouldn't I want attention like there's mm -hmm. so many like literal narratives I had to rewrite of like realizing that things happen to us but it's also what we do with that that like defines us right because we can go into like victimhood and we can go we can lay in that and I think that's important it's important to honor that but it's also important to like get up and make something of your victimhood and and not let it change your life for the worse you know like mm -hmm. I think all of us could really say look at this fucking shit that's happened to us in life like fuck just what's happened in the last year fuck just like the Trump administration and like just in general this fuckery of shit we've had to like grow up in and we could all say like no fuck it we're all just gonna like roll over but we mm -hmm. don't right like we are fully the change makers like our generation is fully being like we're reversing everything we're saying no we're doing the work and it's given me so much clarity to like the way that I really do control my destiny because mm. you can, you can choose, right? Like you can kind of make choices every day in little ways or subconsciously to, to be the victor or the victim. Right. Can I ask like, how does that narrative and thinking 
how does that allow you to feel? What a question. Like, how does it allow me to feel like? Yeah, like like getting out of that kind of mindset of feeling like you're a victim to life and get getting out of that and claiming responsibility and like mm. like taking on this this I think really gorgeous narrative of mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be better um, from this. Yeah. I'm gonna rise <laughs> up from this, I'm gonna be the Phoenix and the Ashes. Like <laughs> does that how does that allow you to feel? Mm. Such a beautiful question. Cause it's like, the answer is not linear nor one way, right? Like yeah. it's different for everyone. I still struggle with it. Like with my chronic pain, I'm like, this thing happened to me, how unfair. And I could like be that way forever. Or I could realize like that sucks to live in that space all the time. Like it's affecting everything else. Every part of my life gets affected if I focus on that. So mm. like, what can I reverse engineer in my neuro pathways <laughs> every day? And I think it takes so much fucking time too. Like my advice is always to younger people is like, start doing it now. Like cut out toxic bitches, cut out toxic men, like start reading fucking follow people that inspire you unfollow people that make you feel bad about yourself in any way that you're not enough you're not pretty enough you're not skinny enough you're like, oh. like mm -hmm. just start taking control and it can be done in like micro ways it doesn't have to be this full out like what I do which is like the Leo and the like ah like everybody watch how I do this thing like it, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like revolution enough to just be existing right now. And that I think coming into that knowledge and power is like step one. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. No, I love that. I love what, what you shared. And I feel like the way that you deliver it has such a, a gorgeous, fierce compassion. Because mm. I think sometimes I've gotten triggered by, by the narrative of like, um, it's funny, I can say it with myself, but when I hear other people say it about other people, I'm like, wait, like when they're like, I, well, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes it feels like that. And to me, I'm like, that feels so lacking in compassion. Oof. But then the way that you are saying it is like, it's this really fierce, strong compassion of like, oh. this might suck. Like, like Just this- give me chills. <laughs> well- <laughs> You were so much better at it. <laughs> you say it so much better. <laughs> no, it's it's just what I was feeling as you were sharing. And it's uh. it's like, yeah, this fierce compassion, because mm. it's just a really nice balance of being like, you're a queen, get <laughs> up, do the fucking thing. And like it's also okay if you feel like shit about it one day. And yeah. and then that doesn't mean you're not a fierce. Queen, it's just like really whole. Mm. So I like mm. that. You yeah. know, it's, it's, I'm like taking my own advice in that I, it's like, I'm not just saying this to gas you up, but it's like your newsletter pops into my inbox. And even if I'm just like, oh God, like I'm like in pain and I'm stressed and like, I don't want to fucking like, oh, I just know if I like just open it and just like let it sit. Maybe I'll like skim it later. Or like if I just get a couple words in or whatever, it's like, little tiny things it's like pulling the card it's like taking a moment during my coffee break to like put my feet really on the ground or you know it's just little things that I have decided to put into my life that even if I don't like 
clearly feel the way that like I'm feeling you feel through your like newsletter. I'm still like, you know what though? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to see it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to let my body ingest it. And my therapist said something once that like blew my fucking mind. She was like, you can feel sad. It doesn't mean you are sad, but you can Mm -hmm. feel sad and you can like feel anger, but it doesn't mean you are angry. And I was like, Oh, whoa. (laughs) Okay. Like I'm allowed to have all of these things without letting it become everything without letting it consume me. Mm -hmm. And then making those active choices to like include shit in your diet of life that reverse that. And like, Mm -hmm. you're a huge part of it. Like whether or not you know it or not, like I see you every day in some form or way, you know? Aww. Aww. I you sparkly emojis. <laughs> I, I am, love them. I am unapologetically elated about the plug for my newsletter. <laughs> and <laughs> it's great. I love a newsletter. Digestible, yeah. quick, like highlighted, bolded. I'm like, when the New York Times sends me something, I'm like, oh, I gotta read so much fucking shit. And this, I'm just like, mm, 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 mm. okay, got what I need. Ow. And now yeah. I go. <laughs> oh, this is the power of resources. And this is what, this is what exactly what you said of just people existing as, Mm. as we are Mm. right now is so revolutionary and so helpful because the power of a resource is so real. Like I can wake up and feel like shit about myself. Mm. And then if I just hear one quote, or I I see one person being kind to themselves, I read one affirmation, it can change everything. everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're doing that. You're you doing are. That. What do you, you mean? <laughs> I'm talking about you. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's crazy though. It's one, one little thing and it becomes a habit, right? Yeah. Like I always say the thing that gave me the most freedom was routine, which sounds so contradictory, but like, there is no doubt in my mind that I wake up every morning, you know, after I pee and brush my teeth, I go downstairs, I get my latte. That's like my fucking time is to just fucking uh, put some lavender syrup in there, fucking foam up some oat milk. Like it's sexy. Yes, I was like, what kind yeah. of milk, Kelsey? What oat kind milk. of milk? Oat milk. Although I will say they were out of oat milk the other week and I tried pea milk. Oh, I don't know. It sounds gross. I wouldn't drink it on its own, but like foamed in a latte, I'm not mad about it. Listeners, yeah. DM us your milk preferences. And <laughs> yeah. if you've tried pea milk, we need to you take must a poll. <laughs> Yes. Like I'm, I'm not going to say no to anything right now in my life, you know? Uh, But yeah, it's like, I know without a doubt that like, I'm going to have that moment. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to get some vitamin D. I'm going to pull a card. I'm going to journal. Like I just make it attractive and accessible to myself because if you Mm. don't have that, like you're never going to get into a fucking routine. And the same way I think accessibility to resources is so important. Like having a free newsletter, having like a deck of cards that you can use over and over again, like just having anything is a huge deal. And Mm -hmm. like anyone can make that happen. Maybe it's like reposting something on your story. Like you can be that person. You don't have to be like an influencer or a public figure or whatever. Like you can, you have that power. You have it all in you. Like it's just about daily reminders that that's true. Yeah. I love that. I really, I think that's such a gorgeous net. I feel like I say gorgeous a lot. I think that's um, such a- I love it. You've said it a couple times and yeah. every time you said it, I've been like, I'm taking that. Oh today. yeah. I think that's a gorgeous message because yeah, I, I hear people say a lot. Um, like I want to make impact. I want to share a message with the world, but I don't have the following and you're so right. It's like, 
who yeah, cares man. if you're if you have two Instagram followers that's two human beings with like a story and 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 all yes. this yeah all this life. energy exactly um since this is the sensual revolution I'd love to hear about how you bring pleasure into your life and I want to honor you too because um I'm like I'm like hopefully this isn't offensive I feel like anytime <laughs> someone identifies with something and I don't I'm like something could whatever no okay. I hear you so, I'm the same way it's like I'm always safe than sorry yes, but you know exactly. we bitches like we close you can't fuck me up <laughs> exactly. so okay every time I injure my back which happens mm. like every few months Mm, I like can't move for a few days and I think of everyone who struggles with chronic pain on the daily Ooh. and I'm like I cannot imagine and mm. wow it's really 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 mm. like something to honor mm. to be able to connect mm. with joy and pleasure while mm. you're navigating that pain so obviously that's not Big all time. you're connecting with um no, but no. I would love to hear like <laughs> how how what has that been like that relationship with Ooh. pleasure yeah I mean it's so funny because I'm in the throes of writing the second book and there's so many things the, the second book is about chronic pain I don't know if I mentioned that it's kind of in the same style as don't fucking panic but it's gonna be I think it's gonna be called it fucking hurts <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's about like chronic pain and illness and like, you know, how to manage and live a, a livable life because, you know, yeah. it's like, whew, yeah, it's, it's weighing heavily on me right now because it's something I'm constantly thinking about for the book. And, and because of that, I'm finding these like big revolutions too. It's, it'll be like three days where I'm like severely depressed being like, God, this fucking sucks and having to think about it and write about it makes it worse. And then there's like this gaseous revolution of like popping off that I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. You know, like <laughs> the other day mm-hmm. I, I, when we were in Croatia, I was in Dubrovnik and um, that's where Game of Thrones was filmed. And they have the walk of the the King's Landing where you can walk the wall and like the do this shame walk that Cersei did. And I was like, woke up super early before everybody else. And I was logging and I was like, I'm just so angry that I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to like go to a gym to stretch and like do mind work and breath work. Like, I'm just so pissed that I have to fucking be this way so that I can go then do a thing that it seems everybody else can just go and do. And I was like, so angry and I was like all right I'm just gonna go do it and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking pump myself up I'm gonna go do my stretches I'm gonna do all this shit so that I can go do this thing and be like a regular person and then when I was doing my like free YouTube yoga class the chick said something and I was like oh my god she's so good and she said it's not about how far you can push your body it's about how patient you can be with your body and I just like uh, collapsed to the floor and I'm like, <laughs> fucking bitch, of course. Like I, as soon as I think it's something, it's something else. And it's like, mm. it wasn't about that like resentment and that like self like hype and preparation. And it, it really wasn't about that. It was when I was on the walk and I felt pain, what did I do? Did I go like, oh, here it comes. Like I so fucking, do I, do I ignore it? Do I throw it at the back of my mind? Or do I go like, bitch, you're on a fucking castle wall mm. and like in the sun 
in in the in front of the ocean where Game of Thrones was and like, or do I do that? And it's like mm-hmm. that only comes with so much fucking time and learning and getting out of what we naturally want to do. Mm-hmm. And so again, these like big sort of like the only way I can describe it is like gaseous <laughs> discoveries, like a giant fart being let out. Where you're like, oh, I, I actually was like, what word? And I was going to be like, Kelsey, what does that mean? And now I'm like, oh, is that, is that what that means? <laughs> like, like a giant rumbling where you're just like, oh, and then it's like this release. I guess I could have gone like with orgasmic, but I went with gaseous. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love that for this. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, fucking finding that balance of giving, I don't want to even say giving in, finding that balance of like making, doing things that make you happy while knowing what the repercussions will be, right? Like sometimes I could just be like, fuck it, I'm going to eat all the, the gluten and I know that that's going to make me inflamed and it's not going to be fun. And like that in itself, like that choice to be like, I'm choosing, uh, I'm refusing future, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm refusing future agony is the pleasure that I'm seeking right now. And then also just like masturbating a lot, flicking my nipples, you know, jerking it, doing what I gotta do. Like all of that self-love like body. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I love that so much. There's such, there's so much wisdom in all of that. It, it made me think of something too, that brings me a lot of comfort, which is like, cause you were, when you were saying that about the castle wall, Mm. and then and then the pain that's there too it's like so often all of it's there and something I'll remind myself of like all the time is like right now in the world there's a funeral and a birthday party happening at the same time just like it can all coexist in our in our bodies too so that skillfulness and wisdom to be like all Mm. of this is here acknowledge that be real about that and what do I want to focus on yeah right now mindset right Right. it's like it's it's rewiring though like it's Mm -hmm. fucking hard anyone that chooses to do like your class read my book like anyone that chooses to to try to rewire is brave yeah right and like Brene Brown the queen always says like if it's comfortable you're probably not being brave and it's like bitch, I'm always uncomfortable. So I must be the bravest motherfucker. But also that like you find these moments, like you find the the mindset shift and you look back and you get to go like, oh, old Kelsey would have been so like this about it. And now I look back at her with like such love and like, you know, hugs. And I just want to scoop her up and bring her here and be like, look at where we've come and what we found. It doesn't mean my pain's any better. (laughs) It just means like my thoughts about it are (laughs) that's so funny because before this I wrote down a question that was like exactly what you just said basically Mm -hmm. if 17 year old Kelsey because you referenced that could see you now would see you now like what would she say how would she feel (laughs) like I I like feelings okay (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you remember yourself when you were 17? Like, oh my gosh. I, I just like, they, they would like be best friends, obviously, but 17 year old Kelsey, I don't even think could understand. Like, I think I could tell her everything. Like I see those TikToks where they like talk back and forth to their younger self. And it's like always so emotional. And I think my 17 year old self would be like, 
fucking whatever like give me a cigarette <laughs> and like stand on your head and chug a beer like I don't think she would under like she just right. like she's been through it but she hasn't done anything with what she's been through yet like she's still in it so it, mm-hmm. it's I've never answered this question this way because normally I would be like oh my god she'd be so proud and she'd be like oh my god like I'd be so amazed and honored and honestly I'm kind of like she probably wouldn't fucking care at all. <laughs> She'd probably be drunk and like obsessed with some boy and like trying to get to college and like live in New York City and be an actor. Like she'd be too focused on yeah. that stuff that like it, it it's more fun to think about me looking back at 17 year old Kelsey than trying to imagine like 17 year old Kelsey looking at 31 Kelsey. Cause she just right. like, okay. Like yeah do we make enough money? Are we fucking a hot person? Like, yes. And yes. Yeah. And and you're like a good person now. Um, but I think what I would tell 17 year old Kelsey is like, Mm -hmm. stop fucking drinking now. (laughs) Everything. That's like the one regret I have about my sobriety. And I know it's bad. And I'm like trying to still, well, whatever, nothing's inherently good or bad, but it's something Mm -hmm. that like people say, don't, don't do that. Like, it's not good to harp on the past, but I'm like, man, I wish I would have fucking stopped drinking earlier because who would I be? Like, would I be even, you know, you, you say all that and then it's all to be like, no, bitch, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Like, you wouldn't be who you are probably. Mm-hmm. And you, you are great. So be you, be you now. Oh my gosh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. And, and you're such an embodiment of this. I feel like sometimes the healing wor- world the healing path, the self-care path sounds so intense mm-hmm. and serious. <laughs> and I'm like, are you having fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like this life? <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get sucked in, man. People are yeah. really good at selling shit. Like fucking, <laughs> like a fucking gym class that I'm like, I know this will probably be good for me. And there there's like this one place in LA, I'll take you there one day. We won't actually go to it. We'll just like go drive by it and sit outside and watch our hot dudes, but it's called training me. And they're like, yeah, they're they're like, uh, they're all Australian dudes that are the teachers and they're like fucking ripped and like the happiest people you've ever seen in your life they're just like oh mate oh you look great yeah let's fucking pump it and you're just like oh my god this like why am I not having more fun and I just realized like I was fucking miserable like I hated high interval training classes like high intensity training HIT hit or whatever like cross it all that shit I was like I am not that Mm -hmm. I just I am not. And I, society says I should be, I should love this way of doing this thing. And so I find that in the self-care world too. It's like, oh, I should love like a bubble bath with like led lights and a bath bump. But like that shit gives me a yeast infection. And I just like, I got to take just a regular old bath, you know, (laughs) it does not have to be that intense. And you're so right. And, and like, I always go back to the idea of like, we all die like we're all gonna I I get that yeah (laughs) and and I don't say that to be gruesome like mortality can be so Mm -hmm. like heavy in itself but it's more like it just it forces you to be right now and that's what I think I'm always trying to work on is like being more mindful which is tricky when you're either like in pain or traumatized or like a woman in society or struggling with finances or whatever it is it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't want to be here 
<laughs> sometimes we want to be elsewhere and that's okay too. And I think it's okay to like disappear. And I think it's okay to run from things for a little bit and like pack it away for a bit and do it when it's right. And when it's ready, it doesn't always have to be so fucking uncomfortable. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So much of the work that you're doing, I feel is like breaking this, this cycle of like Mm. layering painful emotions with more painful emotions like (laughs) judgment, right? Cause so most, I'd say so many of us, or even most of us, maybe all of us will feel crappy one day. We'll be like, Oh, I feel really insecure today. And instead of layering that with being nice to ourselves, being like, Oh, Oh, self, it's okay. You know, we're like, what's wrong with me that I feel so insecure? Like I read a self-help book last month. Like why didn't I integrate any of it? Like what's wrong with it, you know? And yeah, I just love that, that the base of all this I feel and like what your messaging helps me come back to is like, mm. just be, just be kind. Like just be kind to yourself <laughs> to the best of your ability with whatever you're feeling and like yeah. accept whatever, whatever shit is there. Like, you know, and try to layer it with, yeah. with, yeah compassion yeah 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 there was like a conversation I had with a good friend you'd actually love her you guys should chat I need to connect you her name's Allison Raskin and she worked at BuzzFeed before I did and left right when I got there so like she's more of the like OG OG days and now she's like written books and scripts and she has a YouTube channel pocket she's amazing but she said something on our talk we did a couple weeks ago where she was talking she has, she had been some through like some really serious, like relationship trauma. And she was just like, yeah, things got a lot better when I just realized like no one promised life was going to be good Mm. or fair or easy. And I was like, at first I took that and I was like, what? No, that's fucking awful. That sounds, that sounds horrible. Like that sounds so unfair. That sounds so Mm. not like, fulfilling but it's true like we were never promised anything from anybody except for like the movies right we Mm. think our life is supposed to be this one way but what she meant was like as soon as you take those expectations off like as soon as I realized that like I was not promised a pain-free life and I can get past that like unfairness that's when things really start to bubble and that's when things really kind of start to be fun and that's when Mm. things are less serious and less like high stakes like it becomes very low stakes when you remember that and I know Mm -hmm. it sounds like very like Neil deGrasse Tyson of me to be like it nothing matters but it's like (laughs) you know it's Uh it's another way to like observe things yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I feel that. And I, and I do that too with, um, it's funny that thing of like, we're all going to die someday. I'll say that all the time, especially to access bravery. Like whenever I'm shitting my pants about something, I'm like, Marley, you're going to be dead one day. Like this doesn't, this is fine. This it doesn't fucking matter. matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I know some other people like do not get there. Like, why would you say that right now? <laughs> yeah because it's like what it it feels like the layer on top of the layer where it's like okay maybe that's not what we need right now but look I have all these other things that I can like attach to this emotion and it's really that's like that's what we do is we build the tool belt right like we just 
we keep building our tool belt and like, you know, maybe it is the nothing really matters mentality that day that gets you through the mm-hmm. meeting or the relationship yeah. or the fight or whatever. Yeah. Oh, what, there was a quote that you said that was like, I forget what it was. I was like listening to one of your amazing, po- I was listening to your podcast and everyone <gasps> girls gotta eat, girls oh. gotta eat. It yeah. was so good. Oh, was, thanks. God. They're so fun. There was something you said about um, like do whatever feels good for you if it's manageable. Like it was something really simple mm. and and beautiful like that that really remember. stayed with me. <laughs> and it's just that, like you were saying before about self-care and the healing world, whatever, like so often we're like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be benefiting from this. This should help me. And at the end of the day, it's like, if it works for you, do that. Yeah. 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 And like only you will fucking know. Like you have to be very, very honest with yourself about <laughs> this thing because like we'll just be like, fuck it. We get into the fuck it attitude. And like mm-hmm. something that helped me was doing the research for the book. I kept reading these studies that say like very intense emotions usually can only last for 20 minutes like mm-hmm. your the cycle can only be 20 minutes and it's usually most heightened between minutes seven and ten and so mm-hmm. like if I'm going through it or something where I'm in that like fuck it I'm just gonna like blow the cash or I'm gonna eat the fucking cake or like I'm just gonna fuck a dick or whatever it is I like get out my apple watch I put on a timer for 20 minutes wow. and I like do something else I'm like I can come back to the eat the cake fuck the dick And like, and if I still feel that way after 20 minutes, like I'll fucking do it, you know, but like chances are I don't. And it's like, what do I do in those 20 minutes? That's also different from what I I'm usually feeling or thinking. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is my, one of our closing questions that I just channeled. (laughs) I'm very very excited about this embodied question. Are you ready? it's an it's an exercise okay so I want you to embody an oracle card Mm. (laughs) then we're gonna flip you over and and what would your oracle card say as a message to the listeners oh my god (laughs) my like comedian brain went one way my like self-help went another way okay you can you can do we can do we can do one self-help card one comedian card okay 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 so okay I love the idea of like flipping myself over and like (laughs) what does it say um okay I guess like my self-help one would be like how do I say this like eloquently it's like only you can be you and that's your superpower like stop trying to be like anyone else compare despair like um comparison is the thief of joy all of that stuff and just remember that like you are the main character right like Mm -hmm. you don't have a choice you were given this so you are the main character so that would be my like oracle self-help check and then like my comedian check would be like you flip my body over and like I fart and I'm like it's gaseous and you're like what and I'm like I don't know something revolutionary and it's just like a long like really long, like whoopee cushion, like Adam Sandler type fart. Yes, I feel inspired to get a soundboard for <laughs> this. Oh, yes, you can just add it deck, in. New yes. deck, Kelsey Dara embodied Oracle deck. 
I love it. I love it. Yes. That was okay, a fun question. So, yeah, right. It just it just came to me. Um, what yeah, how can people connect with you and support everything you're doing um, and yeah. like get your book, whatever you're called to share? Well, definitely support Marley because her life and story is gonna is gonna be part of my career. So like <laughs> hype of this like support this for sure um selfishly um yeah you can get the book anywhere books are sold on amazon or thought catalog if you live internationally um and they also have a cheaper e-version of the book um on the thought catalog website i can like send you the links and then like definitely check out justice for soraya because that's going to be a huge thing coming up soon and then like i don't know just follow me on TikTok. I feel like I've been shadow banned on TikTok for the last week and it's awful because I've been talking about microdosing and I'm just like, what the fuck TikTok? Yeah. yeah. And I love TikTok. I'm TikTok's number one fan. Uh-huh. I know. So go right? follow me there. Everyone go follow Kelsey. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on censorship because it makes me so mad because every, everything, but that's, well, that's a need- whole other... <laughs> If you yeah. need a, a little voiceover from me, I got you. I'm going to finish with a compliment for you and oh just say that like for real, for real, for real, when Kelsey was talking about reaching out about the TV series and everything, um, like the one of the reasons I said yes so fast was honestly because of you and like how in integrity I feel you are with your message and your heart and everything because yeah there would have been certain people I'd be like "Mm, this doesn't feel right right um but this I was like wow universe this is exactly (laughs) it like I feel the same way same Uh, back at you I literally am it just feels right I'm so confident that it's going the way it's supposed to period oh my gosh okay thank you so freaking much I love you everyone for listening Oh my gosh, how amazing is Kelsey and how incredible was that conversation? If you haven't already got Kelsey's book, I definitely recommend reading it. It is so, so good and so grounding and helpful. Thank you so much everyone for listening and for sharing such gorgeous feedback with us after just a few episodes. Please do share this and leave a review if this inspires you. I want to say as well for all the women identified folk listening to this, if you're looking for a space of sensual empowerment, self-love, global support, helpful resources on your own healing journey, I have an absolutely free global community run through Facebook. You can just go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio, and you'll find the Facebook group there. It's called Claim Your Sensual Empowerment. It is a beautiful space for women to connect, support, and uplift each other on our journeys. You are so welcome there. I'll also include a link in the show notes, and I'm sending you all so much love.